the thing I wanted to start with, and I don't know if it's a good way to start, but I was listening to your album uh, this morning. And now if okay. I look behind you and if, if you look behind me, there's a lot of rain coming down. It's gray skies. Yeah. Um, how much of your music, and I kind of know the answer, but how, how much of your music is supposed to be about sunshine and, and having fun? A lot. <laughs> a lot of that. I think, I think it's a balance, though. Although, um, you know, sometimes when you hear the album um, uh, and you listen to the music, um, sometimes it, it, the music tells a different message than the lyrics. Um, and that, that I do a lot, you know, because also in the song Sophia, I actually talk about a breakup but the song is very summary, you know, or very positive because I like the, I like the contrast. I just like the, the, you know, positive and negative and then something cool happens in between. Right. Well, if, if we go to kind of uh, that summer feel first, uh, do you have a favorite summer holiday memory? Um, oh, I have, yeah, so many. I, I was actually, um, the favorite ones are just really actually the ones that are most they're closer to home is the ones that I, I used to um, always do with my with my parents, my grandparents um, in the Costa Brava uh, in Spain. And that's just up north from Barcelona. And and there's there's a few beaches there. You know, my 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 grandparents, they, they had a little well, they still have a little boat. Um, and then we go out with the boat and then we just, you know, dip in the water and it's just doing nothing all day. And um like, I don't know, 15 years ago or even more, 20 years ago, we were like kind of fishing uh, there, like okay. uh, little fishes from the ocean and then doing like a paella and fidewa, you know, so th these kind of summers for me with my family, they were, they were great. Yeah. If I remember my own uh, summer holidays, there's always been links to certain music I was listening to at the time. Oh, yeah. Is that the same for you? Uh yeah like not really in that time okay not in like in that time there was there was not so much music um i mean i was i was listening to music but i don't really remember which it was because mm. it was just a crazy feeling everything that we were i was just probably listening to music that my parents listened to like a lot of phil collins and elton john uh and all of that you know uh, that i remember from the car rides of course okay. But like not on the boat. The boat didn't even have speakers, you know. <laughs> uh, fair enough. Um, yeah, you have to get a little bit closer to nature and then it's good not to have all that technology around as well. Yes, so. exactly, um, yeah. But when it comes to um, kind of summer music then, um, this is going to be maybe a, a difficult question to answer, but but what, what makes a good summer song, a good good uh anthem for the summer anyway i think first of all you know it depends on uh, uh on the perspective because i kind of do songs that um are just positive you know mm -hmm. and then people determine them as summer songs because first it's in spanish and second of all it's um it's uh you know in summer you want to listen to positive music because you have problems all day long every day in your routine you've got problems and then in summer you just want to listen to something that gives you happy vibes and not uh, think of work so um i think you know giving the um the song enough energy um when i'm writing it for me is like a, it's pretty it's pretty easy actually to write a uh you know a song that is positive if you're a positive per a person you know Cause you just have to put yourself into it. And then if you do that, you know, it's, it's fine. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. There's not really a big explanation on that one. It's just feeling it. It's, it's like you're, but it's the same when you're writing a ballad and you're writing a song that is more melancholic. If you don't feel sad or you don't feel the sadness or you don't feel the connection, then it's, it's just a song. Um, and it's both ways. It can be happier and it can be sad. So with that in mind then, because the last year, year and a half has been very strange for all of us, uh, did yeah. that affect the way you wrote? Yeah, of course. I, I th it affected the way I wrote. And also um, I started producing again, which I hadn't done in like a lot of years. Um, and I, I went back to that because I had a lot of time again. So there's a few songs in the album that I, that I produced as well. And that was, that was really good for me because I got back to the detail of the sounds and the detail of the vibe and everything. And, and, and I could focus on that as well. So I connected to the song in different levels. Um, again, so that that made me really happy, um, and I think you can also hear that in the album that there's a few songs that um, have a I don't know a different vibe or special vibe to it um, that is a bit different but the same with new instruments. You know, mm -hmm. um, I, I in the song called Hawaii, for example, I, I actually it starts with a flute, and that flute I, I bought in Colombia in a, uh, in a it actually sounds like a sample, but it's a real flute that okay. even you know, that I played in. And I'm not a professional flutist, you know, and I because I edited it later and stuff. But <laughs> I I bought it in Colombia. Like I like I also bought a Cuatro Venezolano, which is the traditional uh, Venezuelan guitar um, to try out new new stuff, you know. So um, all of that I uh, and the joy that I had trying out that instrument and, and experimenting with it that's all in the album and it's and it's part of it so i am always trying to find new challenges and new inspirations of what i can do when i'm when i'm writing the album that um i always put myself into everything yeah and i suppose this time around uh, some of what you had to do was out of necessity because the world was just simply closed yes. off so with delving into your production as you say what did you discover or rediscover about your own musicality um well, I had like I had like different journeys between the beginning and uh, the end of of uh, the whole pandemic, because also it was an incredible timing uh, that I like five months before the pandemic, I communicated to my label and to my management that I I needed to rest, that I needed to write more without any pressure, um, and then I wanted to have time for that. You know, I didn't want to rush the writing because I felt that the songs weren't getting better um, uh, because I was, I was doing so much and I was over, I was overstressed actually a little bit. So um, with all the traveling, you know, and everything is like, I was, no, I can do it. I can do it. And then one day I felt mm, maybe I, maybe I should take some time, you know, because um, I didn't feel a joy in writing anymore. So, so I took the time and, you know, I, in the pandemic, really, I just went back to that and, uh, and, and totally rediscovered, uh, you know, the first, the first phase, it was all the phases, you know, the first phase was like, okay, now I'm just going to write whatever comes out of me. And then one day it was just a really sad song. And the other day it was more like an up-tempo one again, but maybe a really bad one. <laughs> I don't know, you know, and, and then I continued that in that area just to let everything out. You know, I think I needed to first let everything out and then I could choose you know, oh, okay, this, this thing is cool. Or I don't know, this other idea sounds nice. Um, so that, that kind of helped me um, to go through all those phases. And then um, I wrote so many songs. I wrote like 30 or 40 songs. Um, and then after that, I could choose, you know, uh, for the album, how many or, or what songs I wanted to pick. 
what was your selection criteria? Because like you said, there is, there is some um, diversity on the album. There's some, and my Spanish isn't uh, very good. So, so maybe we can delve into the lyrics a little bit more uh, through your yeah. help. But what were you looking for, so to say, in, in, this, in the, this collection of songs? Um, I was looking for diversity, especially like like the, what you said, because it's because it's how I am. I am a very diverse person because I'm half Spanish, German. My my mom is also half Belgian, you know. So it's weird, and and it's and it's and it's interesting, and it's and it's different. So um, I think I get a lot of inspiration from a, from a lot of places, um, and and I like a lot of things, you know. So I like a lot of music. Um, so. Instead of saying I'm going to do an album that is only, I don't know, happy songs, an album that is only sad songs, I'm, I want to do everything in one. So I'm trying to get that balance because, as I said, you know, the positive and the negative um, is is always so important for me, um, and that it just makes all of that. And when I was choosing the album, I was saying, okay, first of all, I wanted to have good songs in the album. So from all the songs that I wrote, I, I did a selection of what I thought was was the better songs. Um, and by better, I mean the songs that I feel more when I listen to. Um, so, yeah, that was kind of the criteria, feeling those. And then, of, of course, there's always one or two where you say, oh, man, this also has to go in the album or this has to be a single as well. When do we do that? You know, um, <laughs> there's like so many songs that I want everyone to hear. That is that is difficult because it's also a, it's also a pain releasing an album these days because it's all on Spotify then or on Apple Music or Amazon, whatever. And nobody's you know nobody's listening to an album like before mm. you know so so that's um that's always something that uh, when you create an album now it's almost like a playlist you know so so you feel if you put a song that you like in the end it's not going to get so many streams as the ones that are on like third position or second one so that's interesting um uh yeah so well, that, that's an interesting thought in general in terms of kind of the way people consume music these days so, so do you think because i've asked other musicians this um because obviously you have your hit songs and they do well but do, do you feel yeah. like yeah, like those songs aren't always necessarily your own favorites or that certain songs that you wrote that that weren't as popular that you thought well this yeah, is even actually a better song yeah of course yeah the best song in the album is Entupiel. that's the best song <laughs> <laughs> And and um, people are going to know, but not yet. <laughs> it's it's actually I'm releasing it actually um, um, in August uh, on a, in an acoustic version. There, I recorded it with a, a kids choir, and and it's such a beautiful version. I, I love the you know the choir of the kids and, and the energy that they had on the song and and um, and I don't know. It's for me, it's a very special one, and I hope that people can connect to that as much as I do. But if they don't, you know, it's okay because. In the end, my album was my album when I had it, and now I released it, and it's of it's of the people. So I can't force anyone to like one song more than the other. Mm. Um, and and the good thing is everyone can choose a little, you know. And then you can also see with Spotify and stuff. You can in the end you see how many streams every song has, and you feel oh wow, you know this song has more streams than I thought. Like why are people liking this one more than this one? Or it's always interesting to see, you know. But uh, with the years, you kind of get a feeling. You say okay. You know, people are probably going to like this one more than that one because because it's easier written. You know, people are going to understand it better. The other one is too complicated. It has too many chords. It goes up and down. People are not going to get it. You know, you feel like nowadays the easier ones are the ones that uh, 
that work better <laughs> and the most complicated ones for the people who handcraft it's the most interesting one because it has more detail and more complexity to it you know um so that's always going to be there with, with that in mind then you mentioned uh and to uh, pl and that means on your skin i believe in your skin yeah in your skin um What makes, in your mind, that song the, your favorite on the on the album? Is it, is it the lyrics? Is it kind of the the, the musical uh, structure and the choir, as you mentioned? Or? It's, it's both actually, um, because it's it's a combination of the lyrics. Is, they talk about you know a very special connection with with another person, um, where you sometimes feel that you want to be one one instead of two, you know, and that you want to because the, the phrase is soldandome. Soldándome en tu piel. And soldándome means uh, welding, you know, like the metal welders. So it's welding into, into your skin, which is a very, for me, I don't know, it's a, um, it's a very romantic uh, way of, of, of saying you love someone. Um, and everything that it explains, the process of how it was made, you know, I, love, I loved it. So, of course, people are not knowing, they're not, they don't know how it was done the song and it's okay because it's very intimate you know it's just me who knows <laughs> and maybe my producers you know but but um that and and you know i wanted to do a song my my goal is to uh is to make a song that when you start playing it on the guitar everyone knows the song you know i was like oh okay i know which song it is and it's not like you're playing c f g a you know it's you're really like going on different chords that sound special so that's what i was looking for that's why it's it, it begins with like uh, these kind of flamenco chords mm. which are kind of part of me but then it switches on to like uh, the coldplay ending with the entupiel with the choir and everything um which is like a, an incredible combination it doesn't come back to the beginning again because it's because i didn't feel like it you know i feel like the song like needs to go there somehow and it's cool right. uh, it's unconventional that's why i love it When you write about these things, and then there's more songs, and I, I kind of uh, written <laughs> written down the translations of at least the, the titles, but, yeah, but cool. they, they do deal with romantic uh, relationships and and those kind of things. So when you write those, are, are they based on memories? Are they based on specific uh, moments in yeah. your life? Yeah, sure. They're all based on personal experiences. So um, maybe it was mine. Maybe it was an experience of somebody else. Um, You know, there's also the song Tipo Normal. That's actually, um, that's a total, that's entirely about me because it's a, I wrote like a self, self-descriptive song um, because um, I feel like I'm this normal guy, you know, who doesn't, uh, doesn't need all the luxury and all these things around uh, me to, to feel good. Um, and, and then I'm just like a, you know, normal guy and that's how you like me and that's how it should be and not because of everything else that we might have. So it's yeah, it's always a bit, a bit like that, you know. Alma de Luz is also a very personal song, uh, the last one on the album, um, which also sounds very old, you know, because it's a three-quarter song. It's a waltz, um, uh, and that one also talks about the diversity of cultures and that we, sh you know, should be curious about other cultures instead of being rejective, you know, and and closed. With um, Tipo Normal, what I find interesting then, what, what do you make of kind of Uh, this musical career that you have and then kind of the the the, the hecticness that that it can be uh, involved with as you say you're a very normal person so what do you make of kind of that world that you're situated in um i i kind of take the i try to take the best of it um but i stay out of the worst <laughs> <laughs> you know, so um for me that's very important to stay connected to my friends 
um, to my family. Um, but still, I, I love the, you know, the adrenaline and all the crazy stuff that happens around, around it, um, around the show, you know, with the people, the connection with the people, that's, that's something that's just amazing. I, you know, that's something that's extra natural. You can't feel like such connection with the, with the crowd if you're not on a stage like that. It's, uh, it's weird and it's amazing and I, I love it and I miss it a lot, of course, now. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, what, what my next question would be, because I uh, did see that you have some uh, tour dates planned for 2022. Yes. Um, but, but what was it like having that part of what you do, which is, as you mentioned, an important part of what you do? Uh, yeah. What was it like having that missing? Well, it was horrible <laughs> because I felt like I felt useless, you know, um, because it's like if a part of your job is just taken, you know, it's like, uh, I don't know, <laughs> it's weird. It's, it's especially the part that you love most when um, and also it's the part that I that I love most that I learned to love most, because in the beginning, when everything was starting, I was just, you know, writing songs at home. And I, I felt I didn't need the connection to the people because it was just about songs you know that i was processing with myself and it was like a therapy kind of thing but then when the, the songs be become of the people also then it becomes an incredible um uh, exchange of energy and and uh, and a connection on stage and, and in the concert so that was then that for me is like the you know the gift of uh, of uh, all the work that you've put into you know then the people are giving back to you all the work you're putting into and then you say okay it's worth it it's worth it to not sleep <laughs> worth it to go around everywhere and to take a plane five in the morning and waking up and, <laughs> and doing all of that and if that's not there anymore then you feel oh fuck maybe it's not worth it <laughs> no but you, you especially feel that you need you know uh, that um that connection with the people and i think everyone needs it not only the stage but also the crowd area because uh, i played a sh my first show after two years in barcelona now two weeks ago And man, I can tell you that was the greatest show of my life. It was really incredible. I had like joy in my eyes all the time. I was feeling it. My family was there. It was, I don't know. It was indescribable. It was, it was just the greatest feeling I, I ever had. And like you say, I think people are, because people have been deprived of it for, for a while now as well, that people are hungry for it now, that they yeah, really want it. Um, final Jesus. question then. When yeah. did you know that the album was going to call Magia? Yeah, uh, when? Yeah. Um, I've, I don't know, half a year ago or something, okay. or even more, maybe almost three quarters. When the, because I decided, you know, the single Magia um, got the word into the room, you know, and then I, I said, hey, I'm going to call the album Magia. And then normally, you know, I talk to the label, I tell them, hey, that's my idea. And then say, oh, well, this is, complicated word for us in germany or whatever and 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 then they all said like oh cool nice let's do it and i was like that was easy you know it's the easiest <laughs> album decision in the world um but yeah it was great because you know machia the song machia also stands for like hope and uh positive energy and 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 good vibes in such a difficult time so i felt like the the hope still needed to continue in this album and i wanted to dedicate the album to to all of that, you know, to give us strength to carry on. So it was clear it had to be Magia. Yeah, there's one line in that song, uh, La Vida es una canción. Uh, I don't yeah. know if I pronounced that right, but, um, <laughs> but, but that line, what, what does that mean to you? Well, 
you know, it's exactly, um, I think, what we all should do because then sometimes there's a pandemic that can come, you know, and then if you haven't lived your life um, in, a, in, a, in a good way or because, you know, life is a song because a song is only three minutes long and uh, it's very short. So life is short. It's just like that. You know, life is short and you should, uh, should take every, every good moment out of it before it takes all the bad ones in, you know. I think that's a good uh, thing to re remember uh, for yes. us all. Uh, Alvaro, thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you so much.